Hello. Hello. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing very good. How are you? I'm doing okay. Just, whew, boy, I was worried. It, hopefully, Anchor don't mess up today because last night I had one of the most frustrating situation interview-wise. I finally get the opportunity to interview a big-time podcast and Anchor wanted to start fucking up. The hell out of me last night. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Oh, God, it would just kept going. It, it just kept, like, dropping and shit. And it's embarrassing because when, you, when, you do, when you're doing, let's say, work with somebody that's above you to a certain extent, you want to look professional. You want to look like your best. And yeah. it really just, you know, like, man, it's the point that he would make a suggestion. Like, well, you know, no, it just keep recording. What I do is, you know, he was willing to offer the paper to get edited, which... Much love to my man Amari, but I edit my own shit. I don't need to pay nobody for my editing. That you know, that's the whole point of why I learned how to fucking edit audio in the first place. Yeah. So and my fans like it when it's uncut. You know, they 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 want to hear the real, they want to hear the difficult because they were like, okay, this dude is really soldiering through and stuff. So yes. So hey, so I have one question. Need- is my is my can you hear like an echo? Or is, no, is my sound good? Okay, good. Sound perfect. Perfect. We're actually more perfect than his. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. Maybe in Holland, it's just the air or the, the internet over there, whatever y'all use it. We do have Once really good internet. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm it's like literally like your shit is so fucking clear, it's ridiculous. Oh, perfect. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> so how has your week been? What you been up to? Uh, uh, I like your. Sorry, I was about to say I liked your uh, your Halloween cat outfit. I like that. Oh, thank you. That actually was from uh, last year. I didn't do anything for Halloween this year, actually. Um, oh. But I was like, I have to post something, so I just grabbed the pic from last year and uh, I wrote. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what's funny. In my career, I never got the opportunity to do a. Um, Halloween type scene or anything mm. and I was like damn I was able to finally towards the end of my career do a Christmas one <laughs> but it was like I could <laughs> never catch nobody to come through before Halloween for me to do a Halloween scene and trust me I had something like in mind from a succubus scene to a witch scene to a, a, a gypsy scene you know pretty like we reading cards and she said this card means that you're going to eat my pussy and you know <laughs> <laughs> I love the cheesiness. I love it. Yeah, because that's the beauty of porn is that you can take anything and make it cheesy and it'll work. Yes, and it has to be funny too, right? Like that's my favorite. Whenever people say like, oh, porn is so lame with these plots, and I'm like, that's the point. Don't you understand? Yeah. <laughs> I- I'm saying because the point is you pose to laugh at it at the same time enjoy the sex. Yes, exactly. Exactly. A lot of people don't understand that. They make fun of it, but like, it's the point, man. Come on. Because, like, one of my favorite scenes I did was it was a nurse. Technically, okay, this is how the scene was. She was a nurse, but technically, she was an escort, dressed as a nurse. And um, somehow she got the rooms mixed up of who she supposed to be coming to the scene. And she actually walked in, and I thought that she was an actual nurse. And I supposed to be in so much pain. So she comes over. And I'm thinking she's coming to help me. She ain't no sucking my dick. Scene ends. I'm like, damn. I didn't even need no medicine. Thank you. I could walk around a little bit better now. Then she gets a phone call. 
alerting her that dude is still waiting on her to come and she figures out she's in the wrong room. Oh my God. You know, then I get a phone call of the nurse asking me which room I'm in, so I come to find out that she ain't the real nurse. Oh my god! Wow. You know, fans like that this. I had an actual. I had a fan say, "Yo, you the best end to a porn scene I ever seen," and I was like, "Damn, you saw the end?" He said, "Yeah." He said that shit was hot, you know. And then um, one of the earlier scenes I did was um, I was. It was with my wife, you know, this is when we first started doing porn. And um, we supposed to be longtime good friends. Mm -hmm. So during the scene, I alert her that I had a crush on her. She alerted me that she had one. We ended up fucking. And then after we nut, it blacks out and blacks back in. And I had them and then span out. It was all a dream. It was all Mm -hmm. in my head. And then what made it funny was right when I'm about to tell how I feel, she gets a phone call from a boyfriend. <laughs> that is, but I love that. I love the creativity. Yeah. And see, that's what's missing in the game now. No one's just creative, even to the girls who do solo content. I remember when girls, huh? No, it's, you go first. Yeah. It, even with the girls with solo content, they don't really be as creative as they could with their solo content. To draw people in because even though yeah it's solo content you playing in your pussy or what have you there still should be a story with it in my opinion and even with webcamming like like i said even when i look at you when you do your webcam make it a point to wear sexy outfits you need a point to give them a show versus you just up there you know what yeah I'm saying? yeah no i know what you mean because sometimes when you're like creating content and then i feel like okay, I want to do something, but it has to have a story, you know? Like, I, I don't want to just have a video like, oh, here's me fucking my pussy again. Like, what are we going to play? Like, what are we playing? Who am I today? Like, I I feel like I need that, but I also feel like that holds me back from creating as much content as I maybe should because I make it too that. difficult. Mm. You ain't never lied. So with that being said, let me go ahead and do these particulars. We can get this show on the road, okay, Sex? Let's go. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcasting career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get yourself a profile, start podcasting today, and do everything that you that I'm doing, and you can do it for free and get paid for it. Also, I am your host, Kavanaugh with Subba Champ, a.k.a. The Point Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find my social media links, my porn links, as well as my released music and all the links with that all at one link all my links.com backslash porn rap star also we are a uh sponsored by the facebook of the ls community I'm talking about lsworld.com go to today get yourself a profile and start your journey or, or continue your journey into the life of king we also sponsored by eroticism magazine an internationally based magazine that shows the beauty and sexy ladies from all over the world dropping monthly issues every month. All you got to do is go to eroticism.com, subscribe, and get either paperback or digital copies. You get to see some of the hottest ladies from Spain, Italy, France, the Netherlands, and in many other countries, as well as Mexico. So you get to get your international freak on with eroticism.com. Also, we're probably in the GW District Black Podcast. 
work. I'm talking about multiple podcasts giving you the black experience. Plus, while you did experience some shopping where you can buy products from over 500 retailers and sellers, all black. So go to shopgwdistrict.com, support black businesses, buy black products so we can create the black economy, so we can create generational wealth. Also, every Monday night, Monday Night Smoke on nine on K97 FM, the radio station for porn, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, where I interview a sexy young lady and a hot gent from the industry of porn, and we discuss the business of porn. So tune in every Monday night for Monday Night Smoke and Catch This Smoke. Now, with that being said, I'm going to let my smoke buddy from Holland introduce herself. Go ahead, darling. What's up? I am Christina Casalia. I am from Amsterdam. I am a cam model and I create content. I've been doing that for almost 10 years now. Um, and I love to smoke weed. I don't know. What else do you want to know? <laughs> which, which I'm sad because I have no weed to smoke right now. It just makes me feel so sad. I'm just. Oh, like, shit. I thought this was a smoker's lounge. I rolled up specifically. <laughs> well, no, you can go ahead and indulge. I, I, I'm not mad at you. Smoke for me. Okay, we'll smoke for both of us. Exactly. So, and for some of you people, there's an interview that will be dropping later on um, where it's a full interview or what have you. This is a Smoke Buddy episode. So y'all actually probably hear this before the interview. And like I tell everybody, you get to get to know them before the interview drops so where they're going. And when the interview hit, you see where they're coming from. And a lot of my fans like that or what have you. And also, don't forget to subscribe for print to the Premium Smoke Room, where we really get wide open in there. And we're going to have an episode one day with her in the Premium Smoke Room for $4.99 a month. So there goes my advertisements. I'm done for the day. So <laughs> now, back, the back we would say we were talking about the cam and what have you. I had an interesting conversation where we was talking about um, content creators versus porn stars versus cameras. You know, saying period. Mm-hmm. And to me, I look, when I see you, I see cam girl. Yes, you create content, but you're a cam yeah. girl because your main uh, focus is live cam. You know, yeah, period. absolutely. Yeah. You sometimes people use it, it's like I told somebody the other day, I said, porn star has now became a dirty word that people don't want to say it, they don't want to use it. They don't want to use the term. They treat it like they treat the N-word over here. You feel I don't know saying? if that's true. I feel like for me, I wouldn't call myself, I would only call myself a porn star if I did like professional scenes. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people probably feel like that. So. But see, with true, but to me, it's like you a cam girl. I would never yeah. consider you a porn star because you haven't done porn. No, but, so the, yeah, me, but that's what I mean, yeah. Yeah. So to me, you might do content, but it's based off of your webcamming. You get what I'm coming from? So to me, it's kind of like people just use content creator as just a blanket statement, which is kind of not not fair to the ladies in this business, in my opinion. Yeah. I think sometimes people also say content creator because it's a little less stigmatized, like it can also be uh, non-adult, you know, like on certain social medias, mm-hmm. you can get shadow banned and shit. I mean, so they will still often post their porn, but mm-hmm. I think sometimes people try to, I don't know, not, not hide it, but you know what I mean? Like, don't want to put it in people's face. But see, what's funny is 
they'll sit there and say that, but then when I go on your shit, you do a porn. When I go on your yeah, shit, you do no, a porn. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. <laughs> what you sometimes hide? I, because, go ahead. I mean, sometimes I will say, like, I'm an adult content creator. I'm mm. Just, I don't know, if I'm, like, talking to, like, people, like, that I meet, just mm. so that it doesn't immediately, uh, I don't know. I, I think I say it sometimes to soften up. To soften them mm. up to it. I don't know why I do that, actually. But I've noticed that I do that. So do we do that because we don't... Is it not necessarily shame of what we do, but worried about the judgment? Yeah, absolutely. I literally... I was at a party uh, two weeks ago. last No, last week. And um, I was talking to a friend of my boyfriend. And he asked me, like, oh, yeah, what do you do again? And I was like... Uh, this is literally how it went. I was like, um, I create content on the internet. It's porn. I was like, I don't know. Like, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> um, okay. But like, I was like hesitant about it, you know, like, because yeah, it's like the, the fear of judgment. And I have to say for me, it's not only just the judgment for me. I actually noticed I became more hesitant in just saying, yeah, I fuck my pussy on the internet when I meet people. Uh, with my boyfriend because it's not just how they look at me now it's also about how will they look at him you know is that even fair because at the end of the day the reason why I say I say that is because first of all so people can understand this what we do is actually legit and legal yeah you know period is it the only difference between us and Hollywood is Hollywood don't go the full tilt we do Exactly. Absolutely. So when you do a love making scene, the dude is wearing these nude shorts that the color of his skin that keeps his dick down so he wouldn't get hard. Versus we don't even wear that. We just go at it, you know, period. Yeah, well and I have to, to say me, in Dutch movies, there's often dicks involved though. There used to be. In the in Holland they like the full nude, even in like mainstream movies. Oh my but. god, yeah. I mean, don't get it twisted. They do the full nude over here, but when you talk about the actual sex scene... Oh, yeah. No, even that, actually. (laughs) Sometimes. They used to. They used to do that. I don't know if they do that anymore. They were like, nah, nah, nah. We want you to do the real shit. Fuck that. Yeah. We we want the real... We just ain't gonna film y'all penetrating. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Yeah. But see, to me, like I said, like, with your content, it would be considered soft porn. The reason why, because... You're doing masturbation, so to 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 in the old school term, that would be considered soft porn. Also, if you, you know, use like dildos and stuff, though, yeah, it'll be considered soft porn oh, because okay. the reason why porn is anything to do with penetration. Okay. Yes. Solo content. Solo used to be the prerequisite of a scene. Like it start off with the scene, like the girl playing with a dildo, and then the guy walks in. Mm-hmm. It was never to be the main course, except when you're doing camming, because, of course, not every girl has a guy they can fuck on camera, and a lot of cam yeah. fans don't get about a live sex show. They want to interact with the girl and watch her play with us, you know? Yeah. That's real life. It's real life action at that time, not I got to download it and watch it later. Yeah. So, in, in the annals of things, you will be considered a soft core porn star. That would you be considered. Okay. And all to its purposes. Because one, you still shoot as if you are a porn star. What I mean by that is you take the time to use lights. You use a nice, good camera. 
you actually come up with do a show even with your your videos there's a storyline behind it there's a methodicalness behind it you feel what i'm saying even though you enjoy yourself you probably coming umpteen times you still level that would make a yeah. porn star you know period and i told i said this too porn stars make content with a purpose content creators make content but then i have a question for you because i feel what? like often like content creators like me they will they will say for example like um i make amateur porn but it's like professional amateur porn you know because they call it amateur because there is not like uh like a real studio involved there's not like someone else being a cameraman so would you consider that the same would you then say no you're not an amateur porn star you're actually like professional but softcore no we call y'all we call that because that what i was a pro amateur yeah right yeah which means that, so people understand what amateur meant in the means of porn. If you wasn't shooting with any ABN companies, let's make this clear, ABN, we're not talking about mid-level companies that are not attached. Mm-hmm. Mid, we're talking about Vivid, Playboy, uh, Score Magazine will fall into that category. Plumber Pass will fall into that category. If you're not shooting with major company, then you're considered amateur. What made you pro is how you shoot. If you shoot with a cameraman or with a good camera with nice lights, as if you're a as if you're a studio within yourself, that would mm-hmm. make you pro am. What made okay in you're shooting and you ain't got nan liquor lights, you're using your cell phone, you ain't even smart enough to even take the lampshade off to even illuminate the room better. <laughs> that would make it's the way that you shoot what makes an amateur, not the content you're putting out. Okay, I feel you. Saying so, even a girl who does solo, I call them solo artists, but in the annals of our business, they are technically porn stars. They're what called softcore because hardcore it meaning you're fucking a dude or you're fucking a chick. When you're fucking yeah. yourself, softcore, you know. Period. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But see, the problem is, is that now that we had, when porn became normalized, only fans became the shit. Now you got a bunch of girls who shame to admit they're doing what they're doing. So how do I hide that? So if my mama finds out, or my daddy finds out, or my aunt finds out, or my, in some cases, my boyfriend finds out, I can say, well, I'm a content creator. Even though you're doing <laughs> fucking porn. Anything with yeah. penetration. Sorry. I agree. But like you have to consider, like, I don't know, I feel like you cannot do any kind of porn and not expect people you know to find out. You know, like that's gonna yeah. happen at some point eventually. But like I also understand, like I said, you know, the hesitation of like telling someone that you meet because of the stigma. And it's sometimes it's not even the stigma. Sometimes people really want to talk about it, you know, but you don't want to. You're just having a random conversation at a party. I don't want to talk an hour about the lighting that I use to fuck my pussy. Like, no, let me leave me alone. <laughs> so sometimes I will like kind of say it like that to like avoid that. But sometimes it's just really yeah. like that fear of not like what are they going to think of me, but how are they going to view my partner? And mm-hmm. I don't, I, I'm not feeling that. Yeah, I mean, don't get it twisted. I understand because recently I went to a party, one of my homeboys' uh, birthday parties, and 
one of the guys, that was his whole conversation about me doing porn. And it was yeah, funny. Yeah, sometimes I first. hate that. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny at first. I don't mind people joking because I'm not saying what I do. But then when is the over joking of it? You know, period. You sitting there talking about something. You know all the old oh, boys' wives hate you because you yeah. do porn. Huh? But if you like, yeah, it, man. Go ahead. <laughs> No, you're just like the thing then for the rest of the night, you know, the entire night, it's just going to be about the fact that you do porn, basically. Yeah. You know, period. And it's kind of like, dude, I'm not even here because of it. Actually, I'm fucking retired. I'm doing podcasting. You, you, I really not. I don't mind talking about my porn, but I don't want to be the butt of your jokes, neither, all night. No. No, period. Because it got to the point where, you know what I'm saying, he cool as shit, we, we go back, he, he, you know what I'm saying? But the thing of it is, is that sometimes you, when you go somewhere, you want to not discuss work. Yes. <laughs> it, 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 I, I do this all day. Why do I want to go to a party where we probably drink smoking and I'm having a conversation about porn with you? Yes, exactly. It feels like you're working in a way because you like have to, exp- they have all these questions and I understand too, you know, it's like, okay, I understand that you're interested because you probably don't often talk to people that do this kind of work, but Mac, I don't want to talk about my job right now, man. Fuck. Yeah. It's like, guarantee you want to make jokes, but when I bring a girl around, oh, you want to ask for discounts and you want to get in the free. <laughs> <laughs> But you want to you wanna see and talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to talk to about two hours of TV, but then when time he throw a, a party where I have girls there, these the same dude that sit here and talk. I said, yo, man, yo, yo, let me get in for free, dude. You sit here and bug me, talking about porn, this, porn, that, want to make all these fucking jokes, but then when I throw a party, now you want to attend the party and you don't want to pay to get in? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> because- I mean, don't get twisted. It's like I said, I'm proud of what I do. But like I said, I don't want to be the conversation for the whole fucking night. So what made you go into porn then, back then? Because it was really different going into porn. Like, when did you start? 20 years ago, you said? Yeah, it was. How did you even even get into it back then? Because now basically (laughs) anybody can start, right? Like, me too. I just signed up. (laughs) Well, Well, back then... You had to find a producer. There won't no webcam. Webcam wasn't even a thing back then. No. So if you got porn, porn, you had to do boy girl. That won't nobody gonna book you for no solos. And to be honest with you, you still not gonna get booked for solo content. Nobody, no, you can't. You had girls who tried to be girl on girl. And that's it. You know how long their career lasted? Not long because there's not a lot of companies to just do straight up girl on girl. You feel yeah. me? But how I got into it was that when I was doing my music, I was running a modeling group called the BCB Street Team. And I had over 100 models work with me across the globe, helping oh, promote my dope. music, promote them. Some of them was trying, that lived over here, was trying to bring it to adult film business. And I started running into adult film people because some of the girls were was adult film stars that was the models that I was using. Mm-hmm. So... I started helping girls break into the business. But what I noticed, it was getting fucked over, especially on content trade um, and the whole nine. So someone made a suggestion that 
what you want to do is have the girls put out their own. Even back then, this was talking about 2006, 2005, 2006. Motherfuckers already talking about girls putting out their own because the work in Hollywood was drying up. Mm-hmm. Because girls at one point was making a thousand per scene, now they're making three hundred. Girls should go out to California, stay there for a month, come home with damn near close to a hundred grand in their pocket. Versus now they go out there, they might go out there and come home with a thousand dollars because they only got two scenes. So they were telling me, get your girls to put out their own content. You know, period. So I, so I was doing. The problem was they didn't have no one to shoot with. So, which I never got to shoot with them, but I ended up running into a girl, a big time porn star. And I ran into a male talent that I was working with who I should never name on my show. He don't deserve it. Fuck him. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Um, so she wanted an extra male talent. Because the thing is, I was in porn helping get in as like a manager or a booking agent. I didn't become male talent until I met her. And she convinced me to do it via, if I don't do it, I lose her as a client and doing her website, which would have been $500 a month for doing her website and maintaining it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck it, why not? So... My, the reason why I was hesitant because I didn't think I had a big enough dick for it. Because when I see them look at not realizing that time is the aesthetic of the camera that make the dick look big. And yeah. they smaller women so the dick would look yes. big. Yes. I, I didn't I didn't I only learned this a few years ago because one of my friends, she's Dutch and she's super tall because Dutch women are super tall. So yeah. Uh, she actually told me it's super hard for her sometimes to find mainstream porn scenes because she is so much taller than all the guys because when the dick guys are shorter, the dicks look bigger. I was like, my mind was blown. Yeah, because if you notice, they always get a girl like 120 pounds. They get a six foot six black dude. Yeah. And the dick look like it's amazing. But then if you meet him in person, it's always dick. You'd be like, wait a second, your dick ain't, ain't as big as it was on camera. Shit, I thought you was 12. No, motherfucker, you was good nine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe at eight, you know what I'm saying? You know, period. So that's why I said, yeah, because like a dude that's working with a nine inch dick is not going to look as big on a woman like you because you got a big booty, you a big girl, you know, period. Even though oh what's so funny is that now guys like me, they want to see the dad body guys, they want to see the real guys, they don't want to do with the six packs no more because. The guys that's buying your porn don't have a six pack. Yeah. It's more relatable. Yeah. And that what they want. See, that what people are missing when they say in reality porn. It's not that they want real shit. No, they want shit that's more relatable that they can fantasize, a more realistic fantasy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's how I got into it. <laughs> See, she didn't interview me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious. Huh? Yeah. So um with you, how's your camera schedule? Ah oh, man, it's kind of all over the place. You know that I am not good with routines. Even though mm-hmm. I thrive on a routine, I'm so like ADHD, like I I'm struggling with it. But um <laughs> I try to I have a few days that I'm generally always online unless there's really something coming up that's like Friday mm-hmm. and Saturdays, which for me is like 
Uh, I like to go really early in the morning for me because then it's late at night in the U.S., which is where most of my guys yeah. are. Um, so I get them at like the tail end or like at the beginning of the evening, depending where they are. Um, that's what I generally then like to do. Yeah, but it kind of changes it, a little bit. Yeah, because it's kind of interesting how, like, the main fan base of Camden is United States for the most part, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. It depends yeah. which website you're on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to say, like, I don't know. Like, I used to pre-Corona, I had like barely any Dutch people come in because it is like an international website. You know, I would say like most mm-hmm. are from the U.S. For me, and my clients, most of them are from the U.S. Uh, or Canada. And then it's like the UK close seconds with Australia, I would say. Although I have mm-hmm. flat, I've had less Australians recently. Um, and then like random European countries usually is how it goes. Um, mm-hmm. And I barely ever really had any Dutch people and especially none that would pay. Um, mm-hmm. But since Corona, I've had a lot of Dutch people and a lot more Europeans too. I feel like everybody is just more online now. And I also just mm-hmm. know that it depends on which website you're on. And like a lot of countries like Holland, a lot of the Dutch campsites, they do like Dutch only, you know? And I think mm-hmm. a lot of other countries have that too. Like France has probably their French speaking websites and Italy as well. I think that's mm-hmm. why you see those, those people less on the bigger campsites. I think. Mm. Yeah. Because the, the thing of it is, is that um, with, with, with camming is that I think the allure, especially with Americans, because I know cause, cause we talked about this on the, on the last episode you was on, that a lot of people think that you're American. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, which is funny because at the end specifically of the day, because, see, Jersey we, or like Staten Island, I get often. I don't know why. Yeah, because because you want to know why? Because one, you have an Italian look. So they think that you're probably in New York. I'm Greek. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you look like you, you know what I'm saying? That, that you're American, Italian, you know? You know what I'm saying? Because you got that look of like, you know, you, you, you come from a mafia family. <laughs> hey, <laughs> sh- don't tell them. Don't tell them. But it's true. But like I said, it's it's, it's just crazy because even when that because it's funny. Like I saw webcaming, how it began and how it started, how it got big, you know. Period. And no disrespect to the webcamers, they hurt the business a little bit too. Because any what do anything we do? that can, let me explain to you why. Because when girls look at webcamers, and this is yeah. interesting, women mainly they don't look at the. The behinds of it, they don't understand all that's with it. All they see is easy money. And let me explain to you why I say that. When they see you webcamming, okay, we know how women think. And when they look at you, the first thing they're going to say, and it could be a big girl, it could be a skinny girl, she's making all this money just doing that. I look better than her. I got a better body than her. Yeah. Maybe I need to do it. Not that, okay, yeah, sure to making money with this. Okay, how she's doing it? Okay, what does she need to do? What do I need to do? This and third. They don't think about the need to do. They think about... Yeah, but that's that a whole thing. different mindset, too, that you're explaining, right? Like, either yeah. either you watch, you watch something, you see someone do something, and you're like, fuck that bitch, whatever they're, whatever they're doing. Or you're looking at them, and you're like, 
oh, actually, I would like to do that. How, what is, what are they doing? So I could also get there. Yeah. But see, the funny part is, it's always A, not B. Yeah. All, so it often, ends up happening. Yeah. Yeah. So what ends up happening was they saw it as an easy way to get into the business yeah. versus a way to make residual income and to have a career. You see the difference? Absolutely. Because a lot of the reason why a lot of girls didn't get porn back in the day because they won't know webcamming, they won't know uh, social shit. You had to fuck a dude on camera to get into the business. And a lot of girls didn't want to do that. Because their biggest worry is, I got to fuck all these dicks and and I'm worried that my family might find out and blah, 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 right? But at the end of the day, you is, that was back in the day because you had to go to Hollywood or you had to find a damn good producer. Now, you don't have to do all that. You have choices. You can choose to fuck who you want to fuck. You can choose not to fuck. But the difference of it is, is it depends upon the level that you want to take your career. That's the key. Yeah. Yeah. Because even with a lady that's webcamming, she can have longevity with webcamming, but the key is she has to stick with the webcamming and build her cachet with that. It's no different than porn. You know, period. It's like girls get mad talking about something. I get I don't want to fuck different dicks. Y'all fuck different dildos. Y'all get machi- y'all get fuck machines. Get the fuck yeah, out of here. That is different than fucking a real dick though. But yeah. Yeah, it's but to be honest with you, like I said before, but see what people don't understand is and what girls don't get, webcam is not the same as porn because webcam is live right then and there. Porn is recorded, put out later. Yeah. So I can see girls doing more solo when it comes to webcamming. But when it comes to your content, you got to be way more creative than your webcamming. You feel what I'm coming from? Like, for example, like one girl I used to watch, she did solos. But the way she did it, it was like she was literally being fucked and it looked like she was being fucked by the way she was working the camera. You feel yeah, like the yeah, that real P, that real POV shots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So even they was a deal though. But some of these girls, they don't think they they, they don't think like that. <laughs> no, but that's also like what I said already. Like I when I make the content, I want it to look like more but realistic or something. I don't know. Like and not, not the same as when you just are on cam and you're using the dildos. You know, like you mm-hmm. want, I want those real good POV shots and everything, but I make it then so difficult that I just sometimes don't even, I really have to execute on my ideas, man. <laughs> yeah, because it. see, it's like, it's like this to me. And I said this before, because I had this conversation with a big time porn star. He was like, why do I want to watch you fuck yourself in a bonnet? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and fair. It, it's something. And then something else I told him, I said, why do I want to watch you fuck your boyfriend? It's like, even with some of the girls that do the couple shit, try to lie to me. Because my fantasy ain't you fucking your boyfriend. And sometimes that kills the fantasy. That's why I tell girls, never mention that that's your boyfriend. Say it's your next door neighbor. Say 
it's your stepdad. Say it's the Uber driver. Because one half, half of these girls are doing POV, so they ain't like they seem to do. No way. So it's like yeah. the fantasy of the business is being lost. I don't disagree. I think it has been. I, I think that has been a little bit since like OnlyFans things. It's been a little mm-hmm. monotonous or something. But I mm-hmm. think there's still a lot of people being super creative, though. Like I see so many mm-hmm. ladies on my timeline and they do shit. And I'm just like, that is fucking brilliant. Huh? And <laughs> I think that is really inspiring, too. Mm hmm. Yeah, because, but see, that's why I said the females, but here's the crazy part. You have, but that what makes girls stick out now. Because I was yeah, saying this it's before, true. Yeah. back in the day, everybody was shooting porn style. So the people that stuck out were the ones that did the amateur. Now everyone's shooting amateur, guess who's sticking out now? The people that's stepping it up a notch. Which brings it back to what I said. It always comes back to the porn stars, people, and the cam girls. And I include the cam girls in that too. Because as much as y'all want to be content creators, guess what's about to happen? The world's about to open up next year. Yeah, Even though we're still in the midst of the pandemic, you're going to have motherfuckers going outside. So all them girls that were making a shitload of money because of the pandemic, that's about to end. Guess who's going to start back making the money? Porn star and cam girls. Why cam girls? Because I get to watch you live. Yeah. That will never die out. Yeah. No, I told you. I said two things that would never die, that would never change in porn. Cam girls, boy girl will always be the king. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. As much as y'all play, motherfuckers want to see a girl get fucked. Yeah, true. Bitches too. Yeah, period. (laughs) Because I can imagine fucking you and you using a dildo. I can't imagine it. It's not the same. No, I understand. You know what I'm saying? And then as far as cam girls, because that's live. You can't beat live. I'm sorry. No. You know, because I've talked to people that said that live solo content makes more money than live boy girl. And I explained to him, I said, because the dude going on live, the guy that's going to see the webcam, he's there for the girl. He don't want to see yeah. the dude. Exactly. Yeah. It, they want that like intimacy, you know, they want to talk to you often. Sometimes they don't, but often mm-hmm. they do. Their situation, they can't imagine. They're not there to imagine you getting fucked. They're there to imagine them fucking you and they're thinking about it and they're talking to you while you're masturbating, while you're playing with your tits or what have you. It's that interaction yeah. that you can't get from a video. Yeah, exactly. That's why I don't understand yeah. when sometimes people say like, oh, I don't understand why people would pay money for cam girls when there's all this free porn. It's like, it's not the same. It's not. No, it's, not. it's a completely different thing. Yeah, because I can't talk to you through I can't talk to you through a scene, but I can talk to you through that cam. Yeah, and it's kind of like directing your own porn in a way because you have a big say in what's happening in the show, you know? Yeah. But once again, that's why I said there's people that's in the business that understand it, and there's people that don't understand it and never will. So what's your favorite Sorry, go ahead. I got excited. I got excited. Sorry, I was gonna change the topic. Finish your sentence. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna ask, like, what is your favorite part about the porn industry? And you're not allowed to say the fucking. Oh no, I won't go say the fucking. Um, the process. The process of uh, creating. Creating it, putting it out. And not just the sales, but the reaction that it gets. You know, period. 
Um, I tell anybody, my nut is not on camera. My nut is off camera when I get that sale. Because that means they <laughs> like it and they love it. And it's even better when you do a role play scene and the fans are talking more about, they're talking about the setup of the scene just as much as they talk about the actual fucking. That lets you know you made a good scene. Yeah. You know, that's what I love the most about porn. What about you? Kind of the same, to be honest. And also, like, with the whole setup that you just said, I always hope that they don't think, like, the setup is a little bit too big sometimes. But I think it's important. Yeah. Like, we have to have, like, some context to the story. Like, I need it, personally. Otherwise, I can't even properly get into the role. How can I go to step uh, E if I don't even know where B is, you know? Um I would say that's my favorite then about the content creation, but my like like you said already, like I really am more mostly just a cam model and that is my favorite mm-hmm. thing. I think I said it in our last one too. Like I just I just love chilling with the homies and just talking <laughs> shit. And I love learning about people. Like I am so fascinated by people and mm-hmm. you get to talk to people from all over the world. That's the most fascinating thing to me. Yeah. Because see, the thing of it is, is that interacting with your fans makes you feel better because it means that your work is working. You know, yeah, I, like I, tell people, yeah, I tell I people love it when people say they have, a, like, I love it when they say, like, you made my day so much better. And I'm like, yeah, I love that. Yeah, because see, what what that means is, is that you, that means people are responding and liking your work. Yeah, and I tell people is at first it's not about the money; it's about the growth. You know, period. Because even in the case of webcamming, you got to build up your clientele. Yeah, you got to build up your base so that when you go on, you have regulars that's coming on there that knows when you're coming on. You know, period. Or they look at look for you. You know, so it's kind of like. That's what I mean by people when they walk in, they have to remember this is a business. And a lot of times I think that's the biggest problem is that they don't remember this is a business. You make money at this. So you have to be cognizant of your content, how you make your content. Plus, you got to be willing to adjust and evolve in the business because the business changes every day, as we can see. We saw what happened with OnlyFans. Yeah, you see what's yeah. happening, which we're about to get into about the red light district in Holland, the changes in that. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so it's kind of like to me, if you don't walk in treating this as a business, you're not going to make as much money as you think. Because even with the girls that were shitting on the money, I keep saying it's the reason why they were making money because of the pandemic. Once that pandemic ends, now we're about to see who really is the money maker because now you don't have motherfuckers staying at home. You ain't got nobody just sitting in the house being bored. Now you really got to get on your grind to convince them to stop their life to come see you on cam or stop their life to go subscribe to your site. So but you've been like in the industry for a long time. Like how, uh, like how do you try to see what is next like what am i trying to say like, when to pivot yeah like so what do you think like the next thing is going to be and uh, how about that. 
like when do you decide or like oh you see something this is gonna be it like for example you see all those porn nfts now and i'm kind of looking at it i'm like i don't know is this something i should be doing probably okay nfts the key with nfts so people can understand this is you got to give them some exclusive content that they're not going to get on your webcam they're not going to get on your um on your site for them to buy and what the nft is is the beauty of nft is that if someone buys it, they literally own it, but they can resell it. But here's the kicker. You is a, it's an automatic licensing. You know how everyone keeps saying bootlegging and all that, right? Well, NFT enables you to track that scene. So if he decided to put on XBiz or X video, you know it immediately because it's attached. You get what I'm coming from? Versus if I go on your site, when I go on your site and I download that video, you don't know where I might do with that video. But with NFTs, I will. Plus, if he sells it, you can sell your NFT to where you get a piece of the profit that he sold it for. Plus, mm. you can pick your price of NFT and make people bid for that scene. For example, yeah. you might you might do you say your first boy girl. Ever. I was just thinking about that. Dinner, I right? was just thinking about that. I was just thinking about that. Like, oh my God, maybe I should make my first boy girl on NFT. Go continue. I'm yeah. interested. Yeah. Like, let's say you do your first boy girl. Yeah. You don't put that anyway. You set it up as an NFT. Now, there are sites that do house NFT. So you can look into that. And I tell people to look into it. And you can sell that. Have your fans bid on it. You'd be surprised how many, how high that bid might get. You might fuck around and for that one scene get ten grand. You feel what I'm saying? Shit. And they'll they'll take it. And you might even can go as far as say, okay, then if you buy this scene, you do this NFT. Whoever wins this bid for the NFT, you might get the can with me for an hour. Uh, you might get an autograph. Cause like this one artist named Bilal, he sold an NFT of his album. On top of that, whoever bought it got the opportunity to do a song with him. So it's incentive to get the NFT. That motherfucker made $5 million with NFT. Yeah, you know the thing that I think confuses me with the NFTs then specifically mm -hmm. is, because I'm assuming now that you're saying, yeah, get into the NFTs, right? I, I say look like, into it and find yeah. a way that you can use it. That's why I tell anybody. Because, like, for example, with me, I can't use an NFT. I have to figure out how can I make it make it to where people want it. You feel me? Like, in your situation, you don't do boy-girl. So you dropping a boy-girl, no one's seen that. No one's seen you suck an actual, take an actual dick, ride an actual dick. You feel what I'm saying? So that might go over. Just like there's a girl who never done a game bang, she does one. She put it on NFT. There's guys that wanted to see that game bank. They might bid and bid out the ass to get it. Plus, you can track where that scene goes. If it ever sells again because they might have sold it or what have you, you get a piece of profit because it's automatically licensed, meaning that they're talking about their paperwork. That's what you ain't going to need for NFT. You don't need the paperwork because it automatically states it's your scene. You feel what I'm saying? If somebody, something someone said the other day, they said, we 
Oh, wow. I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. No, no. See what I mean by the frustration last night. Now, imagine that happening like three, four times back to back. Oh, shit. I, I wasn't sure. I was I was high and I panicked. I was like, shit, I don't know. I'm just going to leave. <laughs> yeah, I, dude, I said, look, we're going to have to redo this another time, bro, because I'll be damned I'm going to keep going back and forth every two minutes. I'm talking about he'd be like 10 minutes in and it'll drop. I was like... I was sure. like, man, I was so frustrated. I went to fuck to sleep. But now, nah, what we were talking about? Uh, about the NFT thing. Like the thing with yeah. NFTs for me. Like when you were just talking about it, and I was thinking, like, oh shit, maybe I should make, like you said, also, like my first boy girl on NFT. Yeah? Mm-hmm. The thing with NFTs for me is, I understand it in that context. You know, when it's like a mm-hmm. product like that. But mm-hmm. I that what throws me off is. That I don't understand how you can have an NFT, but like I don't understand the value sometimes. I guess. See, like the, I've the been... thing about it, NFTs is new, you know. Period. Um, because sometimes the NFT is just a screenshot of like I don't know. Weren't weren't there people selling like Donald Trump screenshots from his tweets for like 10k? I don't understand yeah. because it's a well, screenshot. If I would want to see, have the screenshot, I can Google it and I will have it. I don't understand <laughs> but see the reason the reason why because it's something someone said we would physically own nothing and be happy about it like for example one of the big things that sell nfts is paintings now mind you it's not a physical painting it's the image of the painting i can't hang it on the wall i might could put it in a virtual reality but I can't physically have it. Think about it, just like with music. We sit here and we use Spotify, right? Mm-hmm. You'll sit here and buy an album, but you physically don't have the albums. You just have the ability to listen to the whole album. You feel me? But you don't physically have the album like we used to where you had to go get the, the, the CD. You know, period. Same thing with Point. It used to be a time where you had to go get the DV, net DVD. Now I got to download the scene or I got the streaming, you know, period. So with NFTs, the reason why NFTs are becoming something in Bitcoin because you got MasterCard and Visa always changing shit, changing shit, changing shit, which is making it hard for these sites. So now moving forward, you're going to see a lot of sites looking to accept Bitcoin. And then you're going to eventually have people figure out how to use NFT to where the point where you have a site where you can post your NFTs is not a problem and you make money with it. So it's still new and people still figuring it out, just like with Bitcoin. Look how long it took people to figure out Bitcoin. Mm. And now it went from the fuck it was to I can go in the store and get Bitcoins because they have a Bitcoin machine that I can trade cash for Bitcoin. Crazy. So, and then also just, the other thing I was, the other thing I was telling people is that you're going to see more sites that offer standalone sites starting next year. And the reason why, because the only company that does standalone sites right now is Model Central, because the thing was the clip sites, clip sites. You're going to see the standalone site come back very heavy next year because of what happened with OnlyFans. And the yeah. fact that not many of the videos, such as Skat, such as Piss, uh, 
BDSM and stuff like that is becoming outlawed on these sites. And that's where a lot of these girls make their money. Yeah. So with a standalone site, you ain't got to worry about all that. You can do all the type of videos you want. You ain't got to worry about giving up paperwork, none of that shit. You just start your own shit. You just got to make sure that you're verified. And I think that's one of the next steps that's going to happen. You're going to start seeing more girls get standalone sites. I'm not talking about my name is Dottie hamburg.com and you're going to OnlyFans. No, you're actually going to go to an actual site when you get that link. Hey, don't shame and, me. I do that too. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, which I don't knock nobody for. Bigbellybitch.com, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't knock nobody for it because, of course, you bring it to where your main money is at. But what people don't realize, the reason why people say if you wasn't a real porn star, you didn't have a or real about business have a standalone site because a standalone site means you have more control of what happens. For example, if OnlyFans shut down, your content's gone. That only that, that site doesn't go nowhere. Long as you pay the motherfucking hosting fee, or in the case of Model Central, not even a hosting fee, you just gotta pay for the domain every year. That's it. Nine dollars. So if Model Central they they they're not gonna take it down. For example, you might have plus you ain't gotta worry about if you have a scat video, they take it down and flag you. That's the beauty of having a standalone site. So you're gonna see that happening next year also. I don't I was wondering about well, not specifically about that, but I actually have been thinking about a site for a few years now, actually. Um mm-hmm. but I feel like because then you really need to make a lot of content. It's one of the things where I'm like, I need to do it. But it's so much planning, and then I just end, end up paralyzed. I really need to get some shit together. But I also wonder, because a lot of those rules, aren't they just, like, with the no peeing, no gigantic toys, no fisting well, sometimes? See, like, it, isn't it, that it, just it, from it, the MasterCard and stuff? Like, is that are you, in the future, still going to be able to do that, do you think, on a standalone site? Yes, you will be able to. If you notice, they don't bother the standalone sites. It was the tube sites and these clip sites. And so yeah, people understand right. why. Let me break it down to you. Ten years ago, we didn't have that problem. When porn became normalized, when it was easy for anybody to get in, that's where the problems began. That's yeah, when the child right. pornography began. That's when you had people, because what ended up happening was these tube sites were allowing people to post their videos without being verified. Yeah. Because they wanted the traffic. Only fans, the same thing. So when you allow anybody to get in with no problem, problems start because the people that's coming in may not understand how the business works and they're going to do it the wrong way, which fucks it up for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Because you want to be honest, that would happen with Camin too. Because what ended up happening was Camin used to be girls were making bank, big bank. But then when more girls got in it, and they start being lazy, it killed the cam money. Because the girls that were doing cam at first, they really did camming like, like you was doing it. You saw more girls taking more pride in their camming back then versus now. Yeah, you feel I've me? noticed that too, yeah. Yeah. So that's why I used to talk to girls, they were like, man, when I first started, I was making like 10 grand a month, 20 grand a month, and I ain't even had to be on cam before maybe two or three hours. Now, you got to damn near do a 12-hour set hmm. just to see a hundred, you know, period. But part of it is that you got girls, I keep saying this, 
competition is more fierce among women than men. You got women that sit here and undercut you because they see the traffic you mm. get and they say, well, let me make my shit cheaper. So what ends up happening when they go cheap, when the guys come back to you, they expect you to have, to have the same price as her. Well, not even that, to be honest, because I don't really care if they say like, oh, so-and-so is cheaper. Fine, go to her. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Um, but sometimes these girls, they would just like, oh, I saw someone do something that's not allowed, that's against the rules, and they'll be snitching. And I'm just like, girl, why yeah. do you give a fuck? Well, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like, I just, if I ever see someone do something where I'm like, I don't know if that's allowed, I don't give a fuck. I, I, I'm probably, yeah. I'm supposed to snitch i guess i maybe from the website rules but that feels weird like it's not my business i don't know no because the thing of it is is that is the competition yeah. it's women make competition in their mind when there's no competition there's no competition in in Cameron because how long yeah because at the end of the day guys jump from room to room yeah anyway they have your regulars but see the problem is is that girls automatically want to be the queen bee. It's like everybody want to be the baddest. It's kind of like in the music industry. Stop calling me out. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? You be like, damn, I'm making money just like you, motherfucker, what the hell? <laughs> you know, period. I'm going to real it is. You had people snitch on girls who was getting public assistance that were doing porn. That I really was. It was other females that were doing it. Yeah. So now I got to deal with the government. Now I got to deal with showing paperwork and all that because they're going to do a full audit and want to see if the people that you're filming is legit. I've seen it happen before. You know, I've seen mother go to jail for not having the proper paperwork. For real. Life sentences. To jail? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it does make sense that you have to have like your proper paperwork and everything in order, you know? Like, I feel like that makes sense. But yeah, because it's federal, five thousand per infraction, five years per infraction. So that I means you got oh, twenty five motherfucking teens that you don't have paperwork for. You had to pay five thousand times twenty five, or do five years times twenty five. Do the math. Jesus, I'm not that good at math, but Jesus Christ, <laughs> I'm telling the fans to do that shit. I ain't worried about you. <laughs> but yeah, this is a little thing that people don't understand. That's why. When that article came out about the girl being raped, it was on X video. On a, 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 how I can put this? It was a guy who never posted his picture for his profile. He was never verified. And they allowed him to post it. That's the reason why yeah. two sites are dead. There's no longer free porn. As much as motherfuckers see and say, no, it's not free porn anymore. Because now you cannot post on Pornhub unless you're going to become a model hub. You cannot yeah. post on X videos unless you're going to join their program. So the average person just can't post unless they're planning to do the business itself. Yeah, that's true. I think, do you think that's a good thing though? I think probably. Yes, actually. Yeah. Yes. Because the reason why, part of the reason why MasterCard and Visa was having an issue because they were seeing before OnlyFans, they knew, and the reason why they had no issue, because they knew that the game was being safeguarded by the protectors of the game, the producers, the major companies. Not anybody can do it. And they knew that people had to follow a certain guideline in order to do it. When OnlyFans became the shit, when sex tapes became the shit, people started filming with their cell phone. 
And it wasn't no prerequisite or a standard that you had to meet in order to post your shit like they did back in the day. Like literally, your shit had to look professional to get posted. Yeah. The only place you didn't have to worry about that was clips for sale. Yeah. <laughs> and even clips for sale, they were very particular. So, and you had to give up your ID. You had to give up your social security number. You had to give them a place where you're going to send the money. Even that, you yeah. had to check. You had to give them your address where you keep your 2257, you know, records. You didn't have to do that with OnlyFans, which made it easy for anybody to get in it. And, and guess what? We see what's happening now. You have a bunch of six-minute videos. The basically the uh, the killing of the porn star, or the devaluing of the porn star, damn near the devaluing of the webcam model. Because now I can cam live on OnlyFans. When it used to be that camming and porn was separate. I if I wanted to see somebody live, I had to go to a cam site. If I wanted to see your videos, I had to go to your porn site. You feel what I'm saying? So it's kind of like so many things is being used. To- value the sex worker and people ain't been noticing that. Is it necessarily necessarily devaluating though? No, it's devaluing. Come explain to you why. If I make it that anybody can come into this business, guess what I do? I make what you do less important. I make what okay. I do less important. I make yeah, when you say it like that. You know what I'm saying? Which means that before People that look at porn stars say, I can't do that because, man, I ain't about to do all that fucking. I ain't about to do no 20 minutes of fucking. I'm not about to sit here and go on no set for three hours. But then when the amateur porn became a thing, it wasn't even amateur porn. It's really sex tape porn because that's how we film it. Sex tapes was made because you didn't have a camera person. You didn't use lights. You put the, the camera up on the table and you and your girl went at it. Sex tape. Perfect example. I know you heard about it. You might have not. Ray J, Kim Kardashian. How do you think Kim Kardashian became famous? A sex tape. Yeah, sex tape. And it was boring as hell, too. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. But funny, Vivid buys the sex tape and distributes it, which told the industry that uh, professional porn ain't important no more. It's about the sex tape now. And guess what ended up happening? Everybody started dropping sex tape videos. PO, everyone got POVs now when POVs was actually a rarity in this business. Like it was very rare you ever saw a POV video. It was I like the POV. Yeah, I mean, don't get a choice of POVs is fun, but how can I put this? The standard was camera guy filming YouTube. When the sex tape came out, now the standard, okay, we're going to do POV, we're going to put it on a tripod. I remember a time where this guy made it a point to do tripod videos, right? He got dragged by the industry. Literally dragged. But funny, mm-hmm. we didn't. Because now everybody doing his type of videos. It's <laughs> funny who you pick on and then come to find out they actually was ahead of the game. Yeah. Do it funky. Crazy. Yeah, but that's the reason why I mean by devaluing. That's why people that start saying kind of content creator. Why Why is it devaluing webcam and porn star? Because now I don't want to consider myself a cam girl. I'm a content creator. 
I don't want to consider myself a porn star. I'm a content creator. Before a content creator, sex worker. But not everybody that is in the sex work does sex. Not everybody in the sex work trade see clients. So, so you're looping everybody in, making everyone think that everyone does it when everybody don't do the same. Go ahead. So how do you feel about the You don't sound positive about the word sex worker. Do you not like it? No, I don't. Why? So, so the reason why we do sex work, I'm not a sex worker, I'm a porn star. I'm not a sex worker, I'm a cam girl. Because, for example, why do you think all these girls post no meetups? Because when you see here screaming, I'm a sex worker, guess what the first thing I think about? Escorted. No, I don't think so. People, men do really often ask you to meet up. Yeah, but no, 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 no. But understand why. Even they like do on campsites, like on campsites too, like the Dutch guys. Th- that's why I don't like them too. They will like ask, like, oh, can we meet up? No, bitch, I'm on a campsite. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. But see, no, but see, that's the reason why I said with the sex worker because that wasn't happening back in the day. No, it was. Since ever since, and I've been in the crime model now for ten years. Always, people have always wanted to meet up. Mm. Well, I mean, of course, part of the business, unfortunately, is that just like with Beyonce, got to meet her fans. Fans gonna want to meet the stars. They want to fuck you, which is fair, I guess. But yeah, yeah, because think about it: if you go meet Beyonce, you want to autograph, you want to talk to her. If you're a porn star, cam girl, their fancies to fuck you. But what I'm saying is, even though they might have asked you, it's still they understood you a cam girl. You feel me? What ends up happening yeah. is when you became a sex worker, they automatically assume that you do sex work. Then you automatically meet up because you got all these girls claiming to be sex workers, and some of them is actually meeting clientele. They actually fucking do this off camera. They they actually touring and doing meet and greets. And some of the girls who are cam girls happen to be escorts as well. That's the other part. Because a lot of girls use camming to screen clients. Yeah. And what's better to screen a client and know he's legit when he didn't pay and, and, and broke his and you broke his pockets online. That's the reason why they ask. Yeah. I um... so so would you then I feel I feel like I'm I was actually trying to think while you were talking as well, like when did the word sex worker such starting to show up? I think it started also as a way to destigmatize, you know? Like for example, people don't just say escorting or prostitution. They will mm-hmm. talk about whores and hookers and it's that's like not even devaluating a person. That's literally dehumanizing. Like mm-hmm. those words were created to actually distance people that did mm-hmm. prostitution from society, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but see, what is what people don't understand. And this is how I told you how. Remember, I said there's a shortage of intelligence in the world. That's the shortage. Everyone talk about all the shortages that's going down. It's a shortage of intelligence. Sex work was associated with escorts. That what you call sex work was escorts. You didn't call a porn star a sex worker. You call them a porn star. You didn't call a cam girl a sex worker. You call them a cam girl. Despite the fact that, yes, they might have wanted to meet you for sex, they didn't consider you a sex worker. They didn't look at you as an escort. You feel me? They knew you was a cam girl. So guess what they knew? She don't, She ain't fucking nobody. So at 9 out of 10, she's going to be clean. 
you know, period. And he probably paid. And two, he probably paid more because he knows that you don't go out like that. Versus if I know that you're a girl that travels like that, the pricing might be different. You feel what I'm coming from? Yeah. But I like I think the whole sex work thing, it came also from like trying to categorize uh, a genre of work, I guess. Um, yeah. No, like, the truth the be intention told, is good. Huh? And it's I like mean, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I, I actually think it's like a difficult topic, you know, like because I have done mm-hmm. like um, some forms of activism in Holland as well. Mm-hmm. So, and it's also like the words sex work, it's supposed to be destigmatizing. But I've actually mm-hmm. noticed over the last few years where I talk to people from all kinds of lines within the sex work uh, industry um that they also say like i don't like the word i'm i'm i do prostitution i i am not a sex yeah. worker my work is more than sex so i think it's a yeah. little i don't know I, 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 it's a difficult thing to the femdom who don't have sex with her subs a sex worker well but you do work with sex like you're the 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 focus of your job revolves around sex i think that's like yeah. the idea right okay. Is this right? We okay, for example, we okay, then I'm gonna give you the perfect example. We don't say basketball player in America, we say college basketball player, high school basketball player, street baller, pro basketball player. Now, if we did like sex work, say everybody a basketball player, you know how I many motherfuckers be mad? I'm not a basketball player, motherfucker. I get paid millions. <laughs> See the difference? See the difference? Yeah. We're let, we're giving we we blanking it everybody, but we're not there's levels to this game. Yeah, I think like me? it comes from the fact that um, I'm really high. <laughs> so I'm kind of yeah, stumbling, rambling a little bit, but I think like it comes from like I said, like it's trying to categorize certain professions as actual work. Like uh, I think still even now, a lot of people don't recognize any form of sex work as work. You know, whether that's porn mm-hmm. star, whether that's scamming, escorting, anything, they see mm-hmm. it not as a job. And I think mm-hmm. that when it was introduced, the people that introduced it had the intention of like. Um, emphasizing that what they do is valuable and it is work. It's kind of like what we said at the very beginning, I think, that we had where Mm -hmm. people don't often understand that it's an actual job. And I think the word sex work is trying to um, like emphasize that. Like, I don't just do porn. I I I have a profession. My voice is cutting up again. Same shit again as last time. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> shit. Take your time. Take your time. But like I said, but even to me, like for example, YouTubers are content creators, but they're making a point to tell you I'm a YouTuber. Why? Because it's levels. Because the content that I create ain't the same as yours. So for me to sit and say I'm a content creator now. I'm putting myself in the same light as that of Joe Buttons as a podcaster, as a YouTuber. You get where I'm coming from? 
yeah, we don't. So you're it, saying there's like a hierarchy, but then yes. that's the thing often, right? Like because that's something that they often call the hierarchy. Like there's rankings within. This is a whole. It's, um, uh, I'm like, oh, how much am I gonna say? I don't know. There's rankings in like how the public, like people, view certain forms of sex work, where they all feel like, mm-hmm. oh, if you're an escort that makes 10k a night, then you're like the top tier, and they see like a lot yeah. of people like below that, and that's not yeah. necessarily a good thing, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I had a second point I was gonna make, but I forgot about it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, because no, I, lost see, it. Um, I lost it. I'm sorry. Because like the reason why I'm saying this, and then we're gonna move on to the red light district, is that what it does is once again it devalues the people in the business. They don't realize that. Because it's funny how Oh no, wait, that, that was what I was gonna ask. That was what I was gonna ask. If I'm gonna no, I'm sorry. Um, so do you feel like if you would say like I'm a sex worker like because I do know sometimes when I meet people I would just say like I'm a sex worker and then they will always assume it's like um escorting for example so yeah it's like what you said like people assume they 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 see it as that specifically um Mm -hmm. but do you feel like that's a bad thing then do you feel like that's a bad thing do you think that prostitution is worse than what we do because no. I don't, yeah. No, 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 no. So what? No. How, what is then what you say? Like with uh, it's devaluing the job, or am I misunderstanding? Well, okay. Let me explain what I mean by devaluing. Mm. When you devalue something, when you make it, it's not special anymore. For example, an escort was special because she provides services to men. You feel me? These grown-ass men, grown-ass women who made a decision to meet up and he paid her for her time. I see nothing wrong with that. You feel me? Now, child pornography and, and, and sex trafficking, that's a totally different element. I'm not talking about that. Yeah, of course. I'm talking it's about ass women who said, I enjoy doing this. They're escorts. They're prostitutes. There's nothing wrong with that. I have no issue with that because for me to sit here and say, the only issue I have with escorts is that... <laughs> If you're going to do a shoot with somebody, don't see clients before you do the shoot. Because that TTS test is $400 goddamn dollars. And it's nothing worse. And the test is only as good as the last person you fuck. And how does it look that you just say and pay $400 goddamn dollars? The dude that you're about to shoot with pay $400. You just saw three clients. And then you're going to take your happy ass to that set. And some of them clients you might have fucked raw. And now you bring whatever you might have caught with them to his ass. And that's, that's just the only best issue I have. Yeah. See, yeah that's, that's the only issue I have. Yeah. But the actual hustle, no issue with it. Shit, I wish, I wish there was a market for men escorts in America like that. Well, I there is. Never... It's just for male clients. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't do this. And it's very hard for a male prostitute to find a female client because females yeah. don't pay for dick like that. You no, know, because there's dick everywhere. Why would I pay for dick? Yeah, so and you and use the girls that pay for dick. They ain't got time to go find it, and they ain't got time to go through the, 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 the testing. So they're like, "No, I'm gonna get a dude that I know that can handle me." Yeah, fair enough. And you, they got money, they bosses. That's why broke women don't get escorts. Let's be honest. No, definitely but, not. But it's also like if you want to fuck someone, all you really have to do as a woman generally is to walk into a club and you can walk out an hour later with someone or even like 15 minutes later um, with someone that you can fuck. 
Yeah, like it's easy to get a dick when you're a lady. Yeah, so that okay, that's why I say dick is for free. Pussy, you gotta pay for. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but um, but that's the reason why I was saying with it because it's funny how it went from sex work to quickly content creator, and part of the reasoning why is shame. A lot of girls get into this business is shame for being in this business. So instead of them saying I'm a porn star, instead of them saying I'm a cam girl, they figure it's a less of a hit if I say I'm a content creator. If my family yeah. finds out, oh, I don't do porn. I'm, I'm a I make content. No, bitch, you do porn. <laughs> no, no, bitch, you do webcamming. <laughs> what were you talking about? Content? No, you, 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 your content is porn. That's what the fuck it is. Sorry, <laughs> you do smut. If you playing your fucking pussy in front of a fucking camera, guess what? You're doing softcore porn. You're doing some type of a porn. It might be content. And then here's the other part of it. If you're only a webcam girl and you don't do content, how the fuck you a content creator? I don't think that people say that, though. Do they? They, they will say streamer then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Live streamer. And then, and then, stream away. Okay, that's the case. Then a rap artist is streamer. By the fucking fun, he said, I'm a rap artist. I don't never hear Drake say, no, I'm not a hip-hop artist. I'm not a rapper. I'm a streamer. They don't well, have a sound I think right. Drake is kind of more a streamer than a rapper, though, isn't he? <laughs> if you tell him that, he might slap the shot your ass for it. <laughs> no, he will. Drake will slap nobody's ass. I Please. I will punch that motherfucker, and he will probably fall over. Oh, no, and I'm I a small can't. girl. I don't think he can fight. He cannot oh, fight. No, no. He can't. He, he can rap all day. He can't fight. No. Here's no, the grass. He can barely even rap. He can barely even rap. I like Drake's some of his music, but he can't rap. But it, it, not, I didn't not like, to turn this into a not to turn this into a Drake <laughs> hate oh, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a love hate relationship with him. That last album was garbage. I'm sorry. His last great album to me. Was um if you seeing this is too late. That was the last great album for him. I don't. I so, haven't really religiously listened to Drake before. I like the album. The last one that he made was with like the Passion Fruits. Was that the name of yeah. the album or sort of song? Yeah. I like that album, I mean, I mean, and I like some of his older shit too. The last one I really I tried um, uh, okay. to listen to it, but I got did not get through it. It was really boring to me. Okay, I was not interested. Well, now let's get to the red light district. Now we talked about that um, prior, and yeah, um, I honestly feel like because this has been so long already, right? Like, how long have we been talking? I don't even know. I we we might have to just do an episode just about the red light district because I can talk about that for fucking hours. (laughs) Oh, we see, we see that we might do for the next episode for special smoke is discuss that. I think that would be cool. Also, I would need to be a little bit less high for it because I definitely smoked a little bit too much just now. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we had a good damn show. I'm not even going front. And, and Absolutely. I, yeah. I could so just hear myself again. and I'm like, shit, uh, make for, make proper sentences. Like, I'm rambling. <laughs> oh, man, shit. I treasure the fans. Love you, baby girl. Oh, and one more thing. Say something sexy to me in, uh, in, in your native language. Oh baby, uh, I, I I don't know. I don't know how to speak Dutch. Suddenly, um, 
En daar moet je gewoon voor betalen. Als je wil dat ik iets seksies ga zeggen, dan moet je daarvoor gaan betalen. That's all I can say. Oh my god, they're just so sexy. I'm sorry. It's like, <laughs> like when I watch the wrestling overseas, like when I watch the Scottish and the English, I just love the accents, man. I just love your accent. It's just so sexy to me. So, so with that being said, tell everybody where they can find you, baby. Um, Twitter, Instagram at Tina underscore Castalia with a C. Uh, ChristinaCams.com is where I cam, and uh, BigBellyBitch.com is where you can find more of me. No doubt, no doubt. So, next time when she come back, we're gonna talk more about the red light district. That way, I meant to do it. Now, I got to change the title to this episode. <laughs> oh, shit. my bad, but it's all great, it's all good because we got we we, we talked about some real. shit and that's what this podcast is about, is to talk about real shit. Talk about shit that everybody want to talk about, but ain't got the balls to talk about. You know, period. And that was one of the things that people wanted to talk about. And then what the biggest discussion was sex work and the term content, content creator and all that. And I still say to this day, we should be proud that we're cam girls and cam guys and porn stars. Because oh. that's our profession. We do. That's how we make our money. You know, and if and and if that's something that you can't understand, then I don't know what to say to you. I feel sad for you because I don't feel no shame for what I do. I make money in my motherfucking sleep, keep food on the table, and pay my motherfucking bills. Why would I be shamed about that? Hell yeah. So, so you know how we do this, people. Life is a learning experience. What's the point? Experience you didn't learn anything. Smoke is hmm. over. And hmm. thank you for coming. Thank you for inviting me. Out. I did say. Later.